Hey everyone, welcome to No Cap. Uh, we're back. We're back on the videos, boys. What's going on? Abbas, how you going? Yeah, not bad. So how are you? What a win, man, for your Panthers, your beloved Panthers. It's just expected now this can week. You, can you quickly tell us a story of how you became a Panthers fan again <laughs> when you were a young kid? Um, yeah, look, it all happened. Oh, it's been a while. It's about eight months ago. <laughs> and yeah, actually, no, it was about, it was about 12 when the signing of Curacao came and then yeah, yeah. just slid right in. Nah, it's, it's a great story. And Tony, man, welcome back. Thanks, boys. Good I to thought, be back. You know, I'm shocked. I'm, I've got to give you credit because, you know, six in a row you've lost near Brisbane. You know, it, it takes some guts to show up, man, honestly. 100%. But that's what I'm here for, you know. If we're down six in a row, always stick by the boys. Improved effort this week, but... You're not changing teams? Um, nah, my <laughs> name's not Abbas, so... <laughs> Hey, let's get straight to it. The First news of the week. On camera and he's sending shots. Look at him. Hey, man, it's, it's no cap, baby. It's been a pretty big week. More on the field than off, but um, John Bateman finally confirmed where he's going next season. He's going back to Wigan. It's pretty ugly, the conversations, the contract negotiations with um, Canberra. Do you think that was the best, you know, like outcome at the end of the day? Well, if he's homesick, like he said, I don't see why... He shouldn't go back to England. We saw that statement he released earlier this week about being homesick, wanting to go back to his family. And he did say that he, he's vowing to win another another comp, which is what we want to hear. And any rumours about him like breaking down with any of the Raiders staff or his teammates is probably not true at this point. Like uh, There was footage in the, uh, in the dressing room of him and Ricky laughing before the game. Like Seems like they still got a intact relationship um yeah so not much to worry about like you gotta you gotta forgive the guy if he wants to go back to his home i guess but is it right that he comes back into the team after all that rubbish that took place you think it like even though the the players are okay with him but the coach came out made a statement he wasn't happy yeah but at the end of the day they need him he's probably their best like one of their best players they've got what another three injured from last week so they have no choice, really, even if he was. Abbas, they were dirty because, you know, they paid a $400,000 release clause to get him to Canberra. And then now he's turned their back on them. So it, you can understand Ricky's frustration. That was, uh, for me, that was their decision. I'm sure he wasn't telling them to pay that 400000 release clause. They probably wanted it because they wanted him as a player. And to be honest, if he is homesick, as he's saying, you're probably not going to get the best out of him for an extension so what's the point of really having him here if he doesn't want to be here if his head's not in the right place we we see constantly that players play their best football when you know everything is intact you know even at home and on the field so if they're not if then you know if, if they're not happy at home chances are their, their performance are not going to be as, as good too so if he wants to go back let him go back for me and, and at the very least just to add as well it's uh, he didn't sign with another nrl club at least he's gone. It was on the table, but it was yeah, on the I table. Know. It was considered, but I'm sure he considered. That is one it. positive to take out of, I guess. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that's probably the the main thing that Canberra wanted. They didn't want him to sign with the NRL team. Let's move on. Weekend's games is pretty jam packed, man. But um, just quickly on Joey Leilua, he lost his cool a bit. He copped what? He copped four weeks for yeah. the. Uh, Should have copped ten. I think it was just uh, it was just a case of brotherly love. What what did Dylan Edwards have to do with that? Mate, that's that's Joey Leilua. That's G and his <laughs> players up, bro. He's just looking for something. Get sent off for five minutes left. Hey, man, look. Uh, I Look, I don't condone his actions, but do you blame him? 
in the heat of the battle. It was a it was a really rough Look, game. Like I didn't expect that kind of game. Do do I expect anything different from Joey Leilua? No, that's well, what he go. does. That's what he does. There but can I blame him? Of course, I can blame him. Everyone's responsible for their actions. Now, I mean, to to get Sinbin is bad in a game, but then to also now cost your team four weeks, possibly six, depending on the judiciary if he, if he um, fights it or not. I mean, that's you're letting your team down for four weeks now. But we know that's Joey Leilua. That's the risk you take. You get him, he can win you a game, and he can. Cost you a game. Initially, obviously, what sparked it was when your mate... <laughs> nah, Appy had a great game, but in that moment, he uh, kind of took out Luciano. Oh, look. Luciano Leilua was probably at a, at a... Like, he was bent down to the bottom. Like, he was trying to score a try. Appy, I mean, if that wasn't a normal part of the field, Appy would have probably hit him in the, in the stomach. No, no, of, of course. So you say it all the time. Thankfully, he did get up and walk off the field, so there was no, there was no real big injuries there. It took a while. It took a while. <laughs> that's, that's why everyone was a bit like worried. Like, what the hell's going on? He's yeah. still down. And Joey, at the same time, him going to his brother and Appy coming to say sorry <laughs> in that moment, he tried to G his players up again. That was like, he was probably pissed, but he was also trying to, yeah. to fire up his teammates. You gotta love the passion, you know. You don't get you don't get much of that in the game right now. Like, I always bring up that incident, probably two years ago at Belmore when he scored the winning try against Josh Morris, and he like, gave him some words after it. But then he got punished for it, even by his coach. Like, it's good theatre for the game, and he still gets punished for like simple things that spark rivalry, which is what the game needs and we're lacking. So. Uh, obviously, it's an illegal play, but I'm happy. I'm happy you said no, that. I'm passionate. I'm happy you said that. We'll get to that later in the interview. Right. Also, it's f- different for coaches, but we'll leave that for later. Another person that got in trouble for something he did in the heat of the moment, Adam Fenor Blake, said some derogatory terms to the referee after they got robbed. I don't care what both of you say, they got robbed merely. All right, but like at the end of the day, he apologized. Fenor Blake, he didn't mean it. Like again, it's the heat of the moment. He copped only two weeks. Now some media's come out today and said, I think Ray Hadley came out, like he never offends anyone. Oh, Apparently, the, guy, the guy that's his son is a cop that got done? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's outraged. He's outraged by extra comments that he said down the tunnel. I mean, isn't that supposed to be whatever happens on the field stays on the field? Well, that's that's the point that I was going to bring. I saw, I saw a comment um, about this topic in regards to what happened. No one heard what Fenua Blake said. On live TV, no one heard what he said. No. It was the journalists that go out of their way to find that match record or the, the audio of that match to see exactly what he says to publicize it. Mm. They don't do that. No one knows what he said. Only between him and the referee, exactly what happened stays on the field, right? He could still get um, punished for it just by saying dissent. Fenua Blake cops suspension for dissent. Doesn't have to go into detail of what he said. But again... The, the the saying whatever happens on the field stays on the field that's it's almost out of the game at the moment to be honest I don't even know why referees are mic'd up but I don't get why it's escalating I mean it's getting even worse for him he copped two weeks maybe but it wasn't enough maybe it was who cares he came he went and apologised to the ref ref accepted the apology he knows he's not an idiot the ref but he knows it was just a he was angry in the moment remember the media got angry at the Brisbane players for laughing and joking after a loss but this guy gets angry shows his emotion how pissed off he is about losing a game. And he's, gonna, he's getting slated even worse than the Broncos players. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I love the passion. But what he said and the way he worded it, two weeks was still pretty 
I don't think it was harsh enough. From a realistic standpoint on just based off the history of what they usually punish footy players with for, for simple things like touching a ref and all this crap. He, I, th- I thought he was pretty lucky to get two weeks to begin with. And then emerging news came out that he said further stuff to the ref. Like that's that's pretty stupid after that. And, and the, the other thing is that no one's, sat, no one's talked about is that the video ref made the call. Like he did him a favour by going upstairs. He could have just ignored it and said full time. Like, like we're not expecting him to think that that quickly on the field. It's obviously no, but if you lose snap, a game, if you lose a game like that and it, the cause going against you and you're frustrated, you're gonna get angry. Like no, yeah, one, yeah. not many people can hold their cool. You just it cost you. It didn't cost him the game, but it cost him a penalty in the moment. You can't blame him. What about Corey Horsburgh? He took he put his fingers up. We we just praised him last week. Remember, I was I was happy with that passion. But he put his fingers up at the end of the day to the public. Is that a good look? It's not, but... And no one said anything. Didn't get suspended either. Nothing. I don't think or want <coughs> Fenua Blake to get more than two weeks or whatever but it, it is. I, I think he But will. just based on the history of how tough they've been on players, I was surprised that he only got two weeks with how direct he spoke to the ref. A swear word in that, the other term that everyone's going. Let's but, be honest as but well. But Valandis came out and said, oh, you know... Uh, a kid's gonna hear that, and he's gonna use those words and bully someone at school. Like, what? What? What, what the hell is that about? Like, I, I've like Valandis to this point. That comment's just dumb. I mean, what's he trying to prove there? Oh, anyway, know. move on. Let's move on. I'm, I'm sick of that. Just quickly, Brisbane lost six in a row. Yeah. Your thoughts? Because we had our thoughts last week. O- honestly, can I just say one thing? Go, go. Brisbane better win a game because I'm sick of talking about them every week. <laughs> Look, this week it was a it was an improved effort. Look, we spoke about the contrast in the press conferences last week from Seabold and Payton. It just goes to show, like, I, w- I wasn't surprised that Warriors won the game. Just look at how tough Payton goes on him. And Seabold always talks about game plans, executions. He doesn't question character or effort. And it seems like whenever the Broncos are down, whenever momentum's against them, they give up, they drop off tackles, and it starts to become a chain effect. That's been happening ever since coronavirus came in. They won their first two games. First game back against Eels, couple six again calls, the game gets away from it and they start to give up slowly and slowly. In attack, again, improved effort this week. But just why, why do you think the Broncos have been the worst to adapt on the six again call? What do you think their, their team doesn't have that every other team or most other teams have that they've been able to adapt? I guess it's just the overall resilience. Like I keep saying every week that Seabold keeps bringing in new younger guys like we need players like Luke Lewis in the side he's bleeding them early pretty much he's th- he's thinking Luke Lewis op- who we need players <laughs> like <laughs> yes like Luke Lewis in the side um you got Ben Teo yeah but that was a bit of a strange signing to be honest like he hasn't played league in what like six years more. I think the CEO went on 100% footy Last week, Darren Lockyer was on 100% footy and, they, and he, they asked him, they go, is there any performance incentives for yeah. Seabold's contract? Like, if he, if, he, if he has a bad run, can you sack him? And Lockyer said no. And then this week, the CEO Paul White comes out and says, yes, there is. So, no one's on the same page over there. There's, there's something going on there, man. It's not only on the field, it's off the field. All right, let's move on to the weekend's games. Massive game. Out of, like, we predicted it's going to be match of the week, Storm versus Roosters. But the way it panned out, I didn't see that coming at all. I mean, what happened was it 22-12. to 12, And then Melbourne scored the two tries in five minutes. Yes. Then, Cole Flan- then Roosters got a penalty. Kyle Flanagan goes for two from the side. And then... They come back down the field. Kiri kicks a field goal. 
Short kickoff, they get her back. Papa Nielsen out of nowhere kicks a field goal. And then Boyd Cordner got concussed. He dropped the ball in the play the ball. I don't know why he didn't stay down. <laughs> and then uh, Jake Friend got on him, stuffed the ending because it was a penalty. And Storm came over the two points. Is that the best club game you've ever seen in recent memory? I think it is for me. Look, you could argue the last 10 minutes was probably one of the best you've seen. But for me, there was way too many errors for it to be considered the best. Look, two years ago, I think it was 2019 or 2018 when Storm played Roosters and Latrell kicked the, the field goal in Melbourne. I thought that was a better game. Yeah. Like high quality. You had the comeback from Melbourne from 20 nil down. Um, one of the best field goals we've seen from Latrell. And he had, a, he had a great game as well. Um, yeah, I just thought it was more. But, that, but that's the thing with the, this game. You expect them to be perfect, these two teams, right? And they yeah. made errors, but it was still there was a, they, they they didn't like shy away from it. They they weren't scared to play. They kept trying. They kept trying. They kept trying. It was crazy. Yeah, look, it was not impressed. No, no, it, it was it was a good game. It was just I, I think we've all got that you know that those boxes terms that um, boxing terms that you do. Um, you know, first two minutes of the round, boxer does nothing. Last minute, he goes out and, and steals the round at the end. I feel like that's what the game was. You know, um, it was it was a pretty good game. It was kind of one sided towards you know the second half where Rooster started running away and then Melbourne just scored two tries in a row and made it a great finish, which is why it's stuck in our head about why it's such a good game. What made it a good game, let's be honest, is that two field goals, clutch field goals from both players. Yeah. Right? And the only one that I could think of like that was probably the Manly game, Manly Bulldogs, where Hodkinson hit two. The semi-final, yeah. The semi-final. Melbourne played awesome. And they were down by 10 points. Roosters played poor. But yeah, they were still winning by 10 points. We thought, bro, what's going on? Like... It's ridiculous how good the Roosters are. It's mm. a testament to them. But Storm, like, they still had something in them without Munster as well. They were about yeah. to get criticised. They were about to get, you know what I mean, by the media. And it's funny because they started Smith at halfback and then they only started playing good when he went back to dummy half. That's what happened because Riley Jacks went on, if you remember. Mm. So yeah, he went yeah. back on. Um, Brendan Smith went to forward. He played an awesome game, Brendan Smith. Brendan Smith is what you want in every team. He's just... He's a game changer. He's a little man. bulldozer. He is. Every time he, he causes an error, I just love when he gets up and just screams, you know. He is the much, much, much better version of Josh Reynolds. <laughs> that means that's that means a lot coming from you. He is. No, because he, he, not only does he show effort, but he he shows some composure in some in some but parts he, of the he's game. He's got different responsibilities to Reynolds. Yeah, but it's 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 all about from what we call effort players. That's what that's what um, Smith for me is. He's an effort player, but he also shows composure. He tends to follow the game plan a bit more, unlike Reynolds. Reynolds likes to go sideways, play off the cuff, which is fine if that's what kind of player you are, but I don't think that's what kind of player Reynolds is. I mean, hey, talking about Reynolds, let's move on to the uh, Tigers-Panthers game. What a um, game. That was a great game as well. I didn't expect it to uh, be that fiery, honestly, that other, passionate. Any other round? Any other round that game was played, that would have been match of the round. But yeah, oh, the, Roosters, the Roosters and Storms beat that out. Like I said, I, I didn't expect that kind of fiery match. But I told you Tigers were going to give them... Like, I thought they, they might steal it. And they almost did. But again, composure. They didn't have it, the Tigers. It's hard to steal it when you got Curacao on the squad, you know? <laughs> well, what a, get, what a match win at the end. Uh, I can't shout believe... Shout out to Arpy. I can't are we believe... Getting him, are we getting him on soon? Look, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I can't believe he wasn't even in the top five super coach. McInnes got in... Higher than him. Unbelievable. I have him, man. He's my starting hooker. It's disgusting. Disgusting. It's a disgrace. But, um, yeah, what, what we're talking about about the Penrith game, is that the Ivan Cleary issue? Yeah, so at the end of it, uh, Ivan was probably 
copping it from a Tigers fan. I think it was just like one Tigers fan. And they gave him the old, you know, clap. Have a look at the scoreboard over there. They gave it to him. That's it. The kiss. The kiss. Every, everything. I loved it. I'm a fan. I, th- I think look, you're a fan. Look, it's, it's, I love the passion, you know. <laughs> I just love the passion. But go, look, Tony. Tell us why oh, you don't like Tony, it. Tony, uh, I'm Again, not sure about it, you there. It's great for the theatrics of the game, but this bloke went to the Tigers, signed a four or five-year contract, whatever it was, <clears throat> left a year and a half in, made up lies about how he wasn't talking to Penrith, Pretty much ran away from the Tigers just to be with his beloved son. <laughs> and then yeah. you got this guy fingering. You could say he's fingering a fan, but he's fingering pretty much the whole club. He didn't finger anyone. Oh, sorry. Not a finger. Um, he blew a kiss. He blew a kiss. No, nah, it was pretty like... I mean, he was probably copping that from yeah. the fan. Very like, condescending in my opinion. Yeah, so but not, It's not just a fan. When you see him do that, he's doing that to the whole club. Why does he have to show respect to a fan that was poss- most likely giving him stick for the whole game? But that's what I'm saying. He's not just giving it to the fan. That's an indication he's giving it to the club. You've got to think about your actions. He didn't know he was on camera, but that's the thing. you got to remember that. He was probably looking at the know. fan. I think there was a good chance he knew. Can I, can I say something to you two soccer fans? What does a soccer player that's do? Different. What does a soccer player do when he scores against his former team? If you ask Luis Suarez, he celebrates. Shows respect. Bit of respect. But he's clear. From the is Ivan clear a player? He's not even on the is field. Is Ivan clear a player? Even worse, in my opinion. Jose Mourinho... Does not, care. does not show respect. Does not show respect. He goes to any old club. He disrespects them. You know why? Because it jays up his team. But but he cares about again, his own team, it's brother. Different scenarios, just as well. Like like I said, he pretty much used the Tigers. I and understand. Just, like I I've, I felt bad for the Tigers for the past ten years. They've always been hovering around that top eight region. You got this guy coming in. Everyone has high expectations. Plays around with their emotions, pretty much. But I know a few Tiger supporters, and honestly. They don't sit there thinking, "Oh, I've got, um, I've got Ivan Cleary on my mind because he left the Tigers." They've moved on. Nah, look, they've bet, moved uh, on. There, there, are, there are a lot of fans. I agree. I bet there are it's a lot on of their fans. mind now after that incident. Yeah, it's on their mind now because he beat them. That's it. So what's what, what's the solution? But what's the solution? Tigers got to beat him around sixteen, right? Hundred percent. That's it. So you got to suck it up and put it on him so, now. So why? So why do we show? Why do we have no responsibility on the fans that were giving him stick for no reason? That's what the fans contribute to and, the game, and, but you can't control... Because they pay their hard-earned money and you, you can't say whatever they want. millions you can't, of fans sitting in the but stand. You can't compare, we don't own the fans. You can't compare soccer to, to rugby league. Rugby league has no respect in it whatsoever on, in most parts of the game. I disagree. I, th- I think Where? Show me, they've show got me. more respect than soccer. Like, the way soccer players dive on the ground and carry no, 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 on... I'm talking about respect for old fans and old clubs and everything like that. Oh, well, yeah, I guess not on that level. Do you know what I mean? So you can't really compare those two. I mean, look, are you not entertained? We are. I'm I'm very entertained. I want to see more of that from Ivan Cleary. Let's move on. I know it's a bit early to talk about Origin. Look, the Morris boys, they've been killing it lately. I mean, for the Roosters. Do you deny that? No, they play really, really good. And look, look, for me, if they hold this kind of form towards the back end of the year, they get to the grand final, whatever the Roosters... And they're fresh. They're still healthy. They might not be fresh, but they're still healthy and ready to go. Do you not think it'd be wise for New South Wales to give them a call-up? 110%, I think they should. If they're still in form, 100%, they should I'm be with calling you. them in. Like, <clears throat> it's not just the experience factor and oh, going back to old uh, veterans and things like that. They've got a combination with Tedesco and Kiri. Like, you can't forget that. That's definitely going to benefit... Um, New South Wales and uh, sorry, Kiri is likely to be picked. You also got 
Cordner as well. And if you want to argue, name me like a better center or winger more in form right now than Morris. Than the Morris I can't. Players. I can't right now, honestly. But That's what I'm saying. Look, if they I'm thinking the only one that I can think of off the top of my head is probably Jennings, who's another... Who's another veteran? Stan say Gaffer, yeah, keep going. Um, yeah, thanks for the, thanks for the opinion from the Queenslander who wants us to lose. Um, <laughs> so, look, are they playing great? Yes. Are they playing in, in one of the best teams in the comp? Yes. Do we want to go backwards as a New South Wales team? I don't think so. That's me personally. I feel like having we've got enough good players out there. Look, take back six years ago when we were struggling to find top quality players yes i'll take them back but the amount of players that we have the young players that we have right now that have proved themselves over the last two three years in origin i feel like we should give them the respect of how they've been playing in origin because there's origin players and there's non-origin players I'm not saying that the morris boys are not origin players but queensland for so many years picked the same team even if they were not performing in club footy because they were origin players new south Wales have found really really good players young players who are playing really really good if you had the fox and tom travojevic in centers are you complaining of course not okay and then blake ferguson on the other wing yeah and you know what if you want josh josh morris to go into that other center role fine but i don't think they're going to pick one morris brother i think they'll pick both which is why i don't want them there but would i have widen there i'd put him in center i'd have latrell there in center I wouldn't go with Wyden. I, I think last year he didn't perform the best at centre and he hasn't played centre since last year. Same with Latrell. He hasn't played centre since last year. Tommy doesn't and play centre at all. And he's not killing it at fullback, so I don't see how they'd go with Latrell. Tommy's not, Tommy's not playing... Um, never played centre in his life and but he still kills it. Tommy's above them, like, easily. Mm. I, I think they would go... They, they might pick him ahead of Tommy if he's still injured or he's, he's had... I think he needs at least two to three games before he gets picked in origin. Who's this? Tommy. If he, if he gets re-injured again, if he re-injures his hammy, who knows? Well, that. last year we said that when he was injured for game one and he just became fit and they didn't play him, I said they should have played him. We lost that game. He came back game two and destroyed it. I think if Tom Trebojevic is fit, play him. I don't, need, I don't need to see a week or two of him playing in a game. We know what he can do. We know how he can play. If Jonathan Thurston was injured and then was fit um, the week of origin, are you going to say, no, we don't want to play him? You're going to say, no, nah, put Jonathan Thurston in because you know he's a good player. That's Tom Trebojevic, Tedesco, are those two players. I don't need to see them playing footy for a week or two. I'll just throw them right in. you got to keep in mind, like, they're retired, the Morris boys, yeah? So, like, they might say no if they get called by Brad Fittler. Like you said before, combinations, they, they work in origin. They're pretty crucial in origin. So you want them in? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> if, they're, if they're still playing at this level at the end of the year and they're, they're fresh. So who do you take well, out? Wyden. Okay. That's what I said. I no, said no, no, I'll, no, give, I'll give I'm Josh saying, Morris, but I don't think they'll just pick Josh. I think they'll have to pick both. No, but I'm, I can't, I'm saying, saying they're picking at least one. No, but all I'm saying... I don't, don't think they have to go with both. No, they'll go with both. They have to. But you can't see him picking at least... What like I'm saying, if they're still in form, they're the most informed backs in the comp, these two old heads by the end of the year, and they're not injured, they're not injury-prone at all, and they get asked to play and they say, yes, are you going to be angry? I'm not. Uh, I think they're going to do the I job for you. Be, I won't be... Ex- like, as in, put it this way, right? Mitchell Pierce has been picked for so long, and every time he gets picked, I still support the bloke because I want New South Wales to win. Right? They won. So, Finally. I know, but <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm not going to sit there and, and get angry about them not playing, but, I mean, Queensland had this tradition of 
you know, giving the players that have won it the respect of getting picked again. New South Wales did not do it for a long time. Laurie Daly was probably the worst thing that happened to New South Wales, right? They were loyal to like <coughs> losers pretty much, as in like a lot. every time. Like and, I didn't get it. And to show, it, it, look, if if they play, if they don't play the Morris Twins after game one and they don't perform, I understand changing it then, right? But to give to to not show the respect of those players that have won over the last, I mean, I know they've won two in the last three years. If to not give them the, that respect, then I can see why players want to play for Queensland. It's got a better culture if you, you know, they, they give them that respect where I feel like New South Wales, every year we're talking about who's going to be in the New South Wales squad. Where I feel like in Queensland, we know who's going to be there because they give them that respect and they, they, they know who their origin players are. Yeah. You don't think they owe the Morris brothers the respect of picking them again when they were probably in the top five players of for the Blues in the past 15 years. They were always consistently good. It's, it's, a, it's very it, unlucky though. on them to have... To have had to go against Thurston and Slater, yeah, I know, but they won. Smith. But they've won. They've won one before. Like if they didn't win one, okay, put them in there. But they've won one. What's the point? Like, what's the point of changing your side that has won last year just to get another Morris boy another title? What's the, like another Origin series? Like I don't, I don't see the the benefit of that. If, if they never won one, I'd be like, yeah, put them in. Let the, them win one. After the thing all for me, service. finish off. Thing for me, Freddie loves picking players in form. He doesn't like to pick players, even though he knows they can do a job. He doesn't really like to pick players that are out of form that aren't confident you know what I mean in themselves it's going to be awkward at because it's the end it's usually in the middle of the year or in the middle of the season and that's going to be the end of the season where some of the players have been gone for a month holidaying yeah, so it's yeah. going to be a weird dynamic at the end of the year um, we'll, we'll come back to it anyway let's move on to the weekend did we miss the Knights Seagulls or we're not talking about that the robbed they were robbed. What else do you want to say? <laughs> I just, I want to hear this. I want to hear this, you know? They got robbed, man. What, what else do you want? You know they got no, robbed. Why I, are you trying to justify I, it? I Everyone am, knows they got robbed. I am the so whole world, except you two think they... they I, hey, don't get me into this, right? You two go at it and I'll, I'll sit here and watch. Look, first of all, let me just say Bass is on my side, just to <laughs> clarify this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I am baffled by, by how many people have said that it should have been a penalty. Do they just want theatre? Is that what it is? They want, they want it to go to Golden Isn't Point. Isn't that what you want? Theatrics? Look, I do, but you know, um, are you a, are you a true Knights sport fan? Comes are, first. are you a Knights fan? I'm not. So why do you care? Why do I care? I, I tipped I the Knights, and the I thought I got robbed. Uh, Manly got robbed still. Look, that's irrelevant about who I tipped, who I who I wanted to win, who I go for. The player was committed to the tackle. <laughs> Like how that wasn't even a tackle. Up? It wasn't even a tackle. You're, but you're allowed to push somebody. It doesn't, there's nothing. Push him in the says. back. If, if, if so someone, if so, <laughs> if he's right, if he's right next to the touchdown, are you saying the guy can't push him out? If the guy wasn't in front of Funa, who he pushed, Funa would have flown 20 meters into Solomon, the stands. Can I say, if someone ran straight at me and chipped and chased right before they got to me and I tackled them, is that not legal? It's legal, right? All right. I was. It's simultaneous. And let me just say the other thing. Even if Bradman Best didn't push him, I think he would have just collided with the guy in front of him anyway. If he didn't push him, I think it would have been a penalty. Because the other guy might have hit him a yeah, bit that later. Would have, that would have made made even worse. Might have hit him a bit later. Right, let, so let me, I think it would have been a penalty if he didn't push him. Right, let me give you this scenario. All right. This same thing happens. Grand final. It's a GF or it's a finals. No, don't do that. Or it's state of origin. All right. And it happens to your team. Are you, are, a, you are you going to be saying to me, oh, I can't go. believe I'm baffled. It's Get a shit go. It's a you shit. You will not be saying that. No, no, obviously, because What's I've, I've got, I've got my passion. Because if it was your team, it's different. Yeah, but you can't because think about it That's your when team. you bring in your inner bias and it just starts... It's not about bias. Not as valid it's, it, because it, it, you're it, being biased. Yeah, are you saying it's not a 50-50 call? No. 
It's Look, a 50 50 call. I think it's. It is a 50 50 call. I think it's 60 40. 60 40 in favour of no penalty. It's a 50 50 I think it's call. higher than that. I think it's 80 20. No, it's a 50. Simultaneous like, acts like that always go to the attacking sense? team. We know that. Simultaneous acts like that go to the attacking team since yeah. when? Simultaneous acts like that. Jake, kick your boy in the semi final. Kickers always get tackled after kicking the ball yeah. from 40 metres out. I get and that. No one but gets penalties. From behind, in, 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 it's a different scenario. They're going for a try at the end of the game. You're not going to be saying to me, oh, it's 73. You're going to be pissed. All right, what happens if the guy dummies a kick and Bradman Best doesn't push him and he just continues running? There was a guy in front of him. Doesn't matter. Bradman Best doesn't have to sit there and say, "I've got. I'm going to let my other teammate take it." If he's in the, if in the, if he's in Bradman the spot. Best shouldn't be wary of the idea that he might kick it. So I don't want to go for the tackle in case he kicks it and I tackle him late. The guy was committed to making a tackle. He made the tackle regardless whether he was going to kick it or not. Like common sense comes into play. He was committed to the tackle. When, when I, I, I saw, don't see how look, I don't, I don't say this is a consistent. It would, would have been and a consistent I, call so every time. I don't look, so. put it this way: when I saw the video ref, I looked at it and I was like, "Yeah, no try." And then I heard the video ref say, "No try," and I was like, "Yeah, that's a fair call." And then I saw the manly players react like that. I was like, "Why are they reacting like this?" And of course, they're gonna react like that. <laughs> no, no, I know they're gonna react. You're gonna like get Jake. I didn't think Jake like, was gonna react like that. Me and the bass were watching it, and we thought for them to get that call, they would have been like. Scraping the bottom of a barrel just to get. But get even Newcastle like, couldn't so believe their luck. But even after the game, they couldn't believe they got away with it. Not really. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, they, they were, were celebrating pretty hard, bro. They were celebrating hard. They, they uh, were. Think, they were I nervous. I think Clemo was rubbing it in the way he celebrated. But they were nervous. Don't get me. Don't tell me they knew hundred percent that they got away with it. All right, just quickly, Let's just to just move to touch on, man. On I'm sick of it. Can I just touch on something? Go, okay, go, okay, go. Okay. happy with the the referee's boss coming out and saying it, it was the wrong call? Like, <laughs> I don't I, have to say anything. He came out and said that. <laughs> well, even if it was the wrong call, should should they stop doing that? No, like, they should explain. They should the explain game? it. So are you saying? Are you, was, so are you saying? 50, 50 but he court, said it in, it's in his opinion. He said it in his opinion. Hold up, hold up. So are you saying that who do you support? Which team do you support? Why is that even a question? No, no, because apparently the Bulldogs. Uh, you are uh, okay because you wanted to know who I supported until eight months ago. Um, so the Bulldogs, right? You're gonna put that on file, Bulldogs. Yeah, I, okay. I go for the Bulldogs. What's okay, the big deal? I've seen, I've seen other jackets recently. Um, I work for them. <laughs> so, are you telling me that the next game that the Bulldogs have against, let's say, Parramatta, right? Yep. yep. Gutho is running down the sideline, kicks it, and Remus Smith does the exact same thing Bradman Best does, and they give penalty. Are you going to be happy with that call? Yes, because I would have tipped para. <laughs> Let's move on, man. No comment. Let's move on. Do you really think the Bulldogs have a chance against para? Who would be tipping them? Thursday night, Cowboys Roosters up in Townsville. A big call made by uh, the Cowboys. They've shoved their million-dollar player to the wing, and they put the rookie. What do they call him? The hammer at fullback. Does Paul Green want to get sacked? Honestly, like tomorrow? What's going on? Look, just to I think just to defend his logic, I think he was he was just saying that Holmes um still carrying that ankle injury, so he's not to his full potential. So I, I can see why he wants him to gradually build his uh his playing tolerance, I guess, on the wing. I don't know, but I haven't seen much of this 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 new fullback that's coming in. He played well against Newcastle. He played really well. What about the juniors? I'm saying was he a, was he Is like he a Kalen Ponga? Ponga? Was he a Ben Barber? Was he a? No, I wouldn't yeah. say he had that kind of. Talent. He's like an Ado, Ado Kai. It's a bit, a bit more like an Ado Kai. Like yeah, Matty, Matty Bowen? Yeah, he's a bit taller, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. Even the, they had another Cowboys winger that was lightning quick. Gellar Mosby. Yeah. Where, where's he? I don't know. I we're feel just, like this, this could be another 
Gillard Mosby situation. I should just acknowledge how bad Cole felt played on the weekend. Mate, he, I, I swear, I was going to say, I remember I told you, I thought, yeah, he's, he might be a chance for Queensland. He's top try scorer. He's one of the top point scorers in the league after that game. <laughs> Gutho threw like four cutout balls in front of him. He didn't want to get in front of Sevo. He was just didn't want a part of him. Roosters got Cordner and Tupo out. Is that going to make a difference for you guys this week? No. No. I, look, they had a bad game last week in terms of um, concentration, in terms of errors and discipline and things like that. So I can't imagine them doing that again. So they have to bounce back, I guess. Yeah, I think um, I think the Roosters are going to take this. Oh, your prediction unfair yeah, the, the rest of the season. I'm that was, about that was that gone. Oh. oh yeah, he stuffed up there. Uh, I think Roosters lost that game. Look, it was it was a bold prediction. <laughs> what about from now? So. From now, they won't lose the game. <laughs> it, it's it's see, so look when he said that, I was like, that's very hard. It's very hard. Well, that was before. NRL. That was before Radley and Veros got injured, but so it's it's different yeah. now. Fair Melbourne enough. did not have Cameron Munster. Ed Roosters had a bad game. So. Yeah, true. But it's hard It's hard to make that kind of call on an NRL team because NRL has one or two results 99% of the but time. But Roosters should have won that game. Like, like we said, like they were defending their line a lot of that game and then we'll take them one set and they'll go down, down the field for the a plot. try. And then they just let two in two minutes. Uh, there. They probably had money on it. Um, Morris, the Mor- uh, Josh Morris, I think, played a bad game too. He lost it a few oh. times. I yeah. think he had on and off moments, but Brett Morris definitely had a good game. Titans Warriors, six o'clock Friday. What a what a game! This should have been match of the week. I can't believe it's on. A fr- I mean, six o'clock on a Friday. Fair enough. <laughs> it should have been match of the week, honestly. Sunday Arvo. The only big in I think is Tuvasa Shek back in. It's at the Gold Coast. Uh, Titans played poor against Sharks. Warriors got the win against Broncos. <sighs> Warriors. I'm gonna go Warriors. Yeah, I don't know. Is there much to pretty say? Pretty much, a, it's a flip of the coin. Titans try hard, but again, I just there's a there's a cultural issue that seems to be happening there. Like they get a lot of decent signings that just turn to turn to irrelevance, I guess. They are dead even too, a dollar ninety each. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Warriors. Warriors. Um, Friday after that game, Friday night eight o'clock. It's the Rabbitohs and the Tigers. No Leilua. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be another good game. I think Tigers have a chance. The Rabbitohs haven't been convincing, but they've been getting wins. I think this is another 50-50 game again. Um, very, very impressed by Adam Adam Dwayne, as you'd like to be called in the area. It's Adam Dwayne, man. Um, I think he'll get the wood over, over Latrell this week. But in terms of actually winning the game, it's a toss of a coin, but I'm going to go Tigers. Uh, with Leilua out, I've got to go uh, Rabbitohs. If the Tigers are a better team with Leilua in there, then... I don't see them getting over the Rabbitohs. Well, what week. do you think of Josh Reynolds? How, how's he currently doing? He played all right last week. All right. Has um, he not added a good dynamic to this team? He's a different player to Benji. Whether that's what the Tigers need or not, I haven't really been watching them that closely to say. But um, look, they, they look like a much tougher side. I don't know if that's because of Josh Reynolds, but they look like they're, you know, it's, it's harder to get a victory against them these days. Fair enough. Let's go Saturday, 3 p.m. Another... It's another good game. Sharks, they're in form, regardless who they've been beating. I think Moylan's out, though. Yeah, Josh Dugan, back at fullback, um, against the Panthers, who I'm pretty sure uh, un- oh, no, Toto's out, mm-hmm. and Naden goes to the wing. I don't get that. Crichton, isn't he a natural winger? But uh, Naden's a natural center. They played wing the other time he, he came in for someone, and he, he, for Mansell, and he played well. He played, uh, I think he, Crichton's he, more dangerous, though. That's why they want him in the centers. The thing is, right, he played well. 
but he did miss a try. And the reason why he missed that try was he was on the left wing. And instead of grounding, he was going for a try on the corner. Instead of grounding it on the, with your left hand, he grounded it with his right hand. Somebody knocked that hand and then he lost it, right? Yeah. That's the difference between a center and a winger. So if Crichton is a natural winger, you've got to play him there because those are, those are tries that could happen nearly every week. Do I have to ask you? No. Um, I think Moylan being out, like you said, is going to be a... Penrith. Okay. I think Moylan being out is going to make a difference. It's going yeah. to take something away from the Sharks and I think Penrith is going to get a win again. Let's go Saturday, 7.30. Uh, Raiders Storm. Pretty big game. The Raiders probably need this victory more than the uh, Storm at the moment to kind of prove their credentials. But that wasn't the first game back from the COVID period. Uh, Raiders dominated them in Melbourne. Yeah. So um, I think Melbourne are going to be pretty pumped, especially after that, that big win against the Roosters. Yeah. Even though it's in Canberra, I still think the Storm... I'm not, ha- I'm not happy with the Canberra attack. Even the defence a little bit towards the back end of the game against the Dragons, they stuffed up a bit. I think Melbourne can win this. I, I was going to go with Melbourne just be, just because solely of the fact that Raiders have beaten them so much lately that surely you'd expect them to to get the wood over them this time and learn their lessons based on the past. But with Munster out and it's in Canberra... Vunavalu's out as well. Yeah. I'm going to have to go It's going to be close. It'll be close. Oh, it will uh, be, yeah. Yeah, like... They get up for it, Canberra. Yeah, Raiders are not playing to their full potential right now. I I feel like they're a bit lethargic. But I I think they've beaten them... I think they've beaten them the last four times, Canberra. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So, like, you kind of expect Melbourne to bounce back, but... Surely. I'm not impressed by the Raiders. I think they're getting some victories that are... I mean, they're looking good in certain parts of of the game, and then they're just looking really bad in other parts, and they're letting teams like Dragons and all that get back into it. That's the problem. Um, they're leaking like there's just it's just a drop in like. But even even mentally, yeah, e- even when they're playing well, like for what we consider, you know, in, in regards to the game, well, it's still not the best that we've seen Canberra play. They're, so they're not as potent in attack. I, I'd yeah, say. they're not. They're not they're clinical. Not they're not as clic- clinical anymore too. So I think Melbourne are going to win this. Knights Eels Sunday afternoon. Edric Lee's out. Tex Hoy goes to the wing. Nathan Brown comes back from suspension for the Eels. Tony's boy Tex Hoy. It's in Newcastle, first home game there, I think, for them. I think it'll be a close game as well. Again, another 50-50 call for me. You know, I always tip against Para. I'm going to tip Para, like you said last week, just to jinx them. Good value for Newcastle at $2.35. It is, and dry field. Not and bad last week, too. He was good, yeah. I'm going to go with Knights on this one. Um, An upset. Big fan of Tex Hoy, no matter where he plays. <laughs> their, their attack's really bad, but... I know the defense is good, but their attack's horrible. Yeah, but you got to remember first pop, game back pop, at home too. You remember that? Plus, no, King Moses as well, <laughs> not in the team. So. Who? Because <laughs> well, well, you don't even like him. Why are you pretending to burn us? Is you it, don't even like him. Is, is it, it working? working? <laughs> you don't even like him, but it's working, but no, but you don't like him. Joe Field's better. I think Joe Field's better. After one game, when he when he did he play up, well? He did his job. Tip. But who? <laughs> Who, who turned up for para? Answer the question, Solomon. Dylan Brown. <laughs> King Gutho. Is that what you want to hear? Yes. The He's leading Dally M. The I thing, can't believe that. The thing we've got to remember with Newcastle is Ponga's been playing really, really average over the last couple of weeks. So if he decides to turn up this game, Parramatta are going to be in big trouble. So I'm going to go with Newcastle. Let's go to Sunday, 6.30. Dragon Sea Eagles. Obviously, the big out is Adam Fanua Blake. I think he's going to be a massive loss for them. The Dragons, Tarek Sims is back. Ben Hunt will start at hooker. And Karen McInnes goes to 13. I think the Dragons can win this. Yeah, I'm going to go Dragons as well. I think that's a, it's a good move to chuck Hunt at hooker and 
McGuinness to, to lock. I think McGuinness has got the definitely got the the endurance, just overall commitment towards a full 80 minutes. I think he would definitely suit that position. And like I said before to you, Solomon, off air, I think Hunt ne- never has a bad game at hooker. So, I but think I, I, I think the outs news. for Manly are going to affect them a lot, right, Bas? Yeah, yeah. Look, especially um, for Noel Blake. Yeah, look, Manly have been hit with a lot of injuries and suspensions. That you know, I feel like every week there's another player out, and I've tried to give them the benefit of the doubt each week, but I think it's just got to the point now where they've just got too many key players out, so I'm going to go Dragons here. Uh, I don't think Cameron McInnes is going to play well, though. Because <laughs> he's just, you know... He's very short for a lock. But I think he's done well so far. Like He's, he's like a Craig Wing. <laughs> a what mo, you mean? He's a bench player? What? Craig Wing was hooker. Oh, yeah. I, I get what Bit you mean. Bit of a utility small, small... Dean Young. Let's go match of the week. It's the Broncos and the Bulldogs. Saturday night. 5.30. Honestly, I don't know what to say. Adam Elliott's out. Luke Thompson, our British recruit, finally starting at 13, even though he's a prop. And Anthony Seabold named the same 17. Um, Tony? I think Dog's got definitely got better defence than Brisbane, which is going to worry us just based on how poor Brisbane's been in attack. Like I said, very, very flat with the ball. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't have confidence. Can I ask a question while you you have a little think about who's going to win this? Yeah. Why in God's green earth is Karen Holland on the bench coming in as a replacement hooker when you've got, when you bought Sione Katoa in the offseason to play that role? It's a good question. He's in the reserve, Sione Katoa, but apparently Karen Holland is so great. He needs to be there. He's a pr- Craig Wing. He's Craig Wing, isn't he? Oh, there you go. I just, I don't. <laughs> um, it, honestly, surely it's not that hard to be an IRL coach that you know that Kieran Holland shouldn't be on the team. Honestly, just for that reason, Broncos are going to win this. They're going to win fifty to forty-eight. Yeah, sounds believable. I guess there's no defense. <laughs> no one wants to defend anymore. <laughs> These two teams, bro. It's the battle of the wooden spoon. Let's be fair. Yeah, I'll pick Brisbane too. I don't have any faith in the Bulldogs. Can do you have faith in Brisbane? You're going to tip the Bulldogs. Look, they started crying last week, so I'll give them... Oh, that was crocodile tears, bro. I'll give that them the, the benefit of the doubt. That was rubbish. I'll say they're going to bounce back. can't imagine them losing what again you, at home, again. What are you What are you crying about? You suck. Just get inside, say sorry Look, to the fans, I'll, I'll and get out, over it. Solomon, I'll, call out, I'll call out one player who <laughs> I thought... I'll call out one player who I thought probably would have been faking it. It was probably Isaac Luke. <laughs> He was laughing the week before. He's been at the club for two weeks. And he was going against his old club. So you would have been laughing with your ex-teammates, teammate, right? But they got roasted during the week yeah, by the media. So rubbish. Look, he's playing on them mentally. Don't, don't doubt the... Um, no, the well, I know. Alex Glenn, here. obviously. I'm talking about the rest of them. They're all... Croft? Brody Croft has been there for two weeks. Yeah, six months. Any bold predictions for this weekend, boys? Hat-tricks? Sivay scoring five, something? I think I think it was pretty dirty that they did not let Silva get his fifth when they went for goal. And how far ahead were they? Like 20 points ahead and they went 40, for 40 40 points ahead. 40 points ahead and they go for goal. That was pretty dirty, eh? Bold predictions. Just give me a bold prediction. Something. I'm gonna go, Tell me uh, Kikau's going to score a hat-trick. He's not. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Dufty to be in the top three plays this week. 
I'm a big fan of Dufty and what he's been doing lately. So yeah, he's big pretty, he's been all right. My bold prediction, too. ready? Latrell to absolutely have a cracker. And my bold prediction is Clint Gutherson will not win the Dally M. I don't care what anyone says. That's, That's not a bold prediction. Right? That's for the he's week. He's on top, bro. No, we want a bold nah, prediction for the week. For the week? Kick out scores a hat trick. All right, let's do. Give me a bold prediction. Who's winning the Dally M then? If you want to call him out for not Come winning on, Matt, the Dally huh? M. Happy Coruscant. Hey, yeah. Look, I can't, I can't disagree with that. This <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Bass, thank you. Cheers, bud. Tony, thank you. Cheers, boys. Uh, you can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Like, share, subscribe, YouTube. Don't forget to like and follow our Instagram page. The underscore undrafted. Shout it out by Bloke in a Bar. Cheers, boys. Um, yeah, thank you. You've got it. Uh...